BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, the in-depth film podcast where two best friends use their patent-pending movie ranking scale to determine the true quality of a movie. Today is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023, and today we're reviewing the movie that is sweeping the nation, Cocaine Bear. Yeah. The movie that was first announced six months ago and no one thought it was a real thing. Um, it just seemed too good to be true at the time. <laughs> uh, loosely, and I mean very loosely, yeah. based off of a true story about a bear who ingested cocaine um, and probably died within 30 minutes. But that's not what happens in this film, because that would be boring. It's loosely based on a true um, event. Yes, a bear ate cocaine once. Correct, yeah, (laughs) true premise. And then they just run with it, man. Um, I know you were very excited for this, Ty. I went and saw this opening night accidentally. Decent opening night crowd, I must admit. It was popping in my theater. It was like full, full, couldn't get tickets, had to change showings full. Wow. Yeah, it's sweeping the nation time. I'm excited to talk about it. I have a feeling that, uh, I don't know, we might differ a little bit, so we'll see. I can't wait. Let's get into the show. Of the time, it works every time. What? We just become best friends. Yep. I don't feel so good. I'm not fucking leaving. When a drug cartel ditches hundreds of pounds of drugs over a forest, a bear finds and does cocaine. After getting a taste for cocaine, the bear will then stop at nothing to get more. Great synopsis. That's cocaine bear, Jay. It does nothing to get more until the very end where it decides to let the family walk away unscathed. Spoiler alert. Correct. Yeah. No, he chooses sides. (laughs) Uh, She. I apologize. It's a mother bear. Suddenly the mother bear gets morals. <laughs> Correct. You know, you know that. You're not wrong. I think that was a little bit after they decided to just randomly, uh, for no reason and no cocaine involved, eat through two paramedics. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You know. Now, I saw this, Ty, down in San Diego. What movie did you see in San Diego here recently? Oh, fuck. I don't remember. I'd have to go back. Do you remember where you saw that movie? Schedule. We yeah, talked about it on the pod. It was off Qualcomm Way. Was it Mission Valley? Puss in Boots. Or was it Fashion Valley? Oh, you're killing me here. I'm gonna They're go literally within like a mile of each other. Are they really? Yeah. It's right off the freeway. I yeah, both of them are right off the freeway. I couldn't tell you which freeway, but I know it's right off a freeway in San Diego. I believe it's the 8 freeway is uh, the freeway you're thinking of. Um, yep. Yep, it is. Hold on. 
because there's two of them. We went to Fashion Valley because that was the one that made more sense. Was yours um, an outdoor mall? Well, they're both outdoor malls. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. It was an outdoor mall. Yeah, they're, well, they're both outdoor malls. Um, I went to... It's great radio. AMC Mission Valley 20. Okay, I went to Fashion Valley. Oh, fuck, Jay. Where's that at? The one It's a mile away to the left on your map. Oh, uh, see, so you're on the other side of the 163. See, I went to I went to Mission Valley, so had to drive Riley down to work. Okay. Because she worked in Santee, California. For those who don't know, that's where me and Tyler uh, uh, took a camping trip when we were 12, and he carved a spear out. Did, out of a that stick. Where? Yep. I remember that. We were going to hunt coyotes. Um, I drove her down. With a stick. And and uh, infrared goggles. Okay. Or so not so infrared, we night vision them. goggles. We yeah. can see them. They couldn't see us. <laughs> yes. That helps overcome One of us, difference. but we only had one pair. One of us wore the night vision goggles. The other one held the spear. It's like a, like a team building exercise. <laughs> like, I'll tell you where to stab the animal attacking you. Um, anyways, yeah, so I had a driver down there. We ended up staying the night Thursday night. I took Thursday, Friday off. Or I did half day Thursday. I don't even remember what I did with my with my actual job. Um, but we went and saw it, and it was nice. It's just a nice – it was an AMC, so we got an actual bucket of popcorn, which mm. my theory is always it's better in a bucket. Can't explain why. <laughs> uh, large soda, which I just get sparkling water. Okay. <laughs> they get me so bad because AMCs have the freaking – the jack-in-the-box Coke machine where you can customize yeah. it, uh. and I just get lemon-lime sparkling it's not water. not a jack-in-the-box. That's a Coca-Cola machine. Yeah, but jack-in-the-box was like the first ones to have it over here. I think the movie theaters were – Actually, but I don't know. Jack and Box had it a long time ago. I, the shitty Apple Valley movie theater way out. In a, it, it had it forever ago. That was the first place I think I ever saw it. Anyways, twenty dollars just for that popcorn in that. It was like twenty two dollars. It was yeah, like seventy dollars. Right. All maybe not that much. I think it was like sixty. Yeah. All said and done, between the tickets and the popcorn and the drink, and I just made me appreciate our little old Civic yeah. Plaza. You were in a city, Jay. You're in a, a large city movie theater. Um, I'm actually pretty bummed out to find out that that theater exists, and it was like it was nice quality theater. I'm assuming, yeah, yeah. decent. The other one was so shitty, and I could have just gone a mile to the left. And well, I mean, it wasn't like great. No recliners. Built in like the '90s, 2000s. Oh, so it was probably similar then. '90s, 2000s, kind of yeah. you know, yeah, theming vibe, whatever. Yeah, um, feels outdated, like a Kmart. We went to Seaport or Village. Sears. <laughs> yeah, like a Sears. Went to Seaport Village. Almost bought Xander a book, but then didn't. But now I'm regretting it. Oh, what kind of book was it? It was just a book that said, like, Good Night San Diego. And it's just the mom saying good night to all the things in San Diego. And I was like, Time Victoria left San Diego. That. And we didn't buy it. Should do one of those with, uh, like, a Ron Burgundy <laughs> children's San Diego book. <laughs> um, we uh, Riley was embarrassed. We walked around, and there was an Embassy Suites, which I don't know if you're familiar with my love of Embassy Suites, Ty. I'm not. Like Embassy Suites is great, yes. Hilton Embassy Suites. We stayed in one one time. I was working in Vegas with my dad. Um, they're just real nice. And they got free breakfast. And they have, don't get me wrong, it's not like Molly Brown's breakfast. But they have the best hotel breakfast I've ever had in my life. And it's free. Um, build your own omelet station. Actual real, like, country-style potatoes, bacon, egg, you know, all the, all the ordeals. So okay. uh, we're walking around. And I we went into the Embassy Suites, got in the elevator. And the cool thing about Embassy Suites is they're like – there are those hotels where the middle's hollow, like kind of like Luxor. The middle's hollow, and all the rooms have the walkway where you could like see over the the rail. You know what I mean to the lobby and everything. Okay, yeah. And they have glass elevators. So I just got in the elevator. We went to the top floor, and Riley was like freaking out, like we can't be here. I was like, Ry, it's all right, as long as they know we're a delivery driver. So we went up to the top, got a good view. I said, this is a nice Embassy Suites, and we went back down. 
You just got to keep an Uber Uber Eats shirt on you at like all times. <laughs> Get in anywhere. I, I highly recommend Embassy Suites. Yeah, and then we went over to the movies. Had Panera Bread before. Not a big Panera Bread guy. It's overrated. It. It's not it, great. It's not good. Soup's delicious. Isn't that what it's known for? Well, yeah, but they have like sandwiches and other stuff. Like there's like I got chili. one good soup. I mean, you just... I'm not a chili guy, but I know Panera <laughs> isn't going to be the place for good chili. I don't like anything else, and I wish we would have went to Shake Shack, which was right down the street, and I didn't know because Shake Shack's my favorite, but that's all right. So I was in a pretty good mood. All that to say, I was in a good mood seeing this this film. was on a little night excursion. Yeah. You know, it was raining and snowing and everything. You're right. Not really high. down there, but it was actually nice down there. Yeah. Um, so, it got there right after you left. I saw that. If you would have stayed, you would have been fucked. Yeah. We're all good now, though. And okay. then we had to drive home in the rain, and that was scary, but that's all right. Yeah. Rain and snow, probably. Actually, it didn't snow Friday night. Okay. So. The weather's been terrifying. <laughs> yeah, the winter storm. What was your mindset heading to this, Ty? I know you saw it with your uh, with your wife, who stayed awake, I've heard. She did. All the Proud way through. Proud of you, Victoria. I know you're listening. Um, huge, huge moment for her. Um, it was great. I'm. It was fucking popping. We couldn't get tickets for the first showing that we wanted to go to, so we had to pivot a little bit. Um, went to a showing. Was it Thursday night? I went way too late. Friday night? It was Friday night, and I worked Saturday. I don't remember at all anymore. <laughs> um, went to a showing though, and it was it was like it was popping. It was the, like the first time I can remember in a long time that it was a full full movie theater. Ant Man wasn't for you. It was way more empty than what this was. Wow, I haven't gone to Civic for a movie in a few movies. I've been spreading my wings, and by a few movies, I mean Knock at the Cabin, which was three movies ago. So I, that is a few. I went to Jess Ranch for Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It was popping. It was a good time. They're always more busy, though, because Ant-Man nice was full for me for Ant- for Just Ranch. So Was it? It was. Um, it was just a good crowd environment, and then I remembered um, why I didn't like watching movies with people, because people just don't shut the fuck up and stay off their phone. This one bitch was just scrolling Amazon on her phone right next to me <laughs> during the movie. I forgot to tell you, I we went when we went and saw, um, it had to have been Knock at the Cabin. I think it was because it wasn't that long ago. Maybe it was Ban. No, it was actually uh, Fablemans. It was Fablemans. That's what it was. When we went and saw Fablemans, it wasn't that many people in the theater. There was just like a few old people. This lady up above us was on her phone the whole time, like whatever, like had her flashlight, was looking at something. And like it's a quiet scene in the movie, and she dead ass answers her phone, is like, hello? Oh no, I'm in the movies right now. <laughs> like, you <laughs> fucking kidding me? But it was so absurd, it was like funny. And, like, she talked for another, like, 30 seconds just on the phone nonchalant. And I was like, I respect this woman. She was by herself, up in the corner, just didn't have a care in the world. Just answered her phone. That's incredible. For Fablemans. Yes. For just, like, an Oscar-level movie. <laughs> it was That's great, a man. weird combination. I, I respected it a lot. Um, I don't like AMC and Cinemark because their previews take, like, 40 minutes compared to Civic, which is, like, five minutes. Yeah. Well, you just I just show up whenever the movie's supposed to start. So do I, and then I have yeah. to watch 30 minutes of previews. Oh, I j- like I show up and then go get my popcorn and drinks and everything. Nah, like I don't even That ain't going to fly with Riley. This is the girl who got mad at me cuz I said a movie was at 3:30 not 3:25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that that ain't going to fly. Yeah. And Marie Menounos? You're probably never early enough to see Marie uh, Menounos. Oh, like the trivia. I Right? I might have a thing against her unless she comes on this oh. podcast. Um why? She does this fake laugh during the freaking the newbie thing. She like says a not funny joke and then she goes like <laughs> and like does a fake laugh and it's just it frustrates <laughs> me and more so it frustrates me that we're at the movies so damn early um, when the movie's gonna I know is gonna start forty five minutes from that point in time mm. and Riley makes me get there early so I think it's mostly that 
I'm bottling towards Maria Menounos. Got it. But not a Maria Menounos guy. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to put that on the record, Maria. I'm sorry. That's brutal. What are your thoughts on um, the AMC woman? What's her name? Uh, it was also Maria Menounos. No, there's a there's a different one. The newbie thing is on AMC and Cinemark, and it was Maria Menounos both times. I just went to an AMC. I can't think of this lady's fucking name. She's like an actress. She she was in burlesque. They do have the the special AMC like vignette that they showed um, with an actress that Riley told me was I think I got getting the name slammed. Wrong. She wasn't in burlesque. Hold on, it's no, it's that's Nicole Kidman. Sure. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. I can't fucking stand her. Uh, I thought that ad was fine. I thought it was getting blown out of the water. She was showing a love for cinema. Something I think you would appreciate <laughs> as a Top Gun Maverick fan. I do. I love it. It's wonderful. It's the most ridiculous opening ever. It's just so serious. And especially when it plays before movies like Cocaine Bear. Like, I like to imagine I'm sitting down and I'm watching that Nicole Kidman, like, this is where we go or whatever. I saw it. I saw it firsthand. No, no, no. no. And then, like, Sausage, uh, Sausage Party plays on the TV um, or the screen. It's just ridiculous. It's very serious. I, I think Nicole Kidman's probably, like, the one actress I hate the most. And not, like... On screen, she gives a good performance. I've liked a couple of things she's in. Personally, I think I would hate her. Why? She just seems like she's so like, oh, I'm I'm an artist. I'm not an actor. I'm an artist. Like she just seems like she takes her job so seriously. Should you respect like a, that? As no, someone no. But podcast? she seems like someone who like would like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm an artist type person, and not just like a, I make movies. You know, she's yeah. won the Academy Award for Best Actress. Um, okay. So I'm just saying she might have a right to uh, feel that way. She, speaking of Top Gun Maverick, she was married to Tom Cruise. That's why you don't like her. She broke my boy's heart. <laughs> <laughs> Currently married to country singer uh, Keith Urban. Okay. Good wow. for her. No, nah, fuck her. <laughs> um, do you want to get into Cocaine Bear, Ty? Let's talk about it, Jay. Plot slash story. It is a bear. I'll find my thing here. Who ingests cocaine on a drug mission gone bad guy, drug mission, drug, whatever. What would you call that? I don't know. He's like a drug mule. Drug mule. Transporting drugs. Drug transportation. Yeah. Air transportation. Hits his head, dies. Oh, the guy. Yeah. Transporting. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. There's cocaine everywhere. We have, it's almost like a TV show where you have your A plot, your B plot, and your C plot. You have your A plot, which is the 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 mom and the daughter and the young boy yep. who wasn't a fan of. Um, <laughs> you have the B plot. We'll get to that when we get to characters. The mom or the boy? The boy. Okay. We have the B plot, which is the whole the drug dealers trying to get the drugs back, and yeah. their kind of weird thing. You got a guy who's like grieving his dead wife and is very sad about it, mm. but then like five minutes later, it seems like he completely forgets about it until they say an emotional thing at the very end about it. Where he didn't want to guess it in twenty questions because he knew it would make him sad. Yeah, um, good scene. Yeah, but it's just like he's like an emotional wreck when they first meet him, and then he's fine for forty five minutes of the movie. So the power of friendship will do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you have your C plot, which is I guess just the bear messing up that park ranger and the paramedics. Yeah, and the teenager boys. You also have the cop. Cop shows up. He's part of the B plot. Okay, and he has a dog for some reason. He does. Yep. <laughs> Cute little puppy. I would have liked to see that dog square off with that bear. No, no, no. They, you know, that was probably in the script, and then they probably test audience was like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't have the dog yeah. die from the bear. And then we have a cop twist. Oh, yeah. We had a we had a dirty cop. I'll be honest. Didn't see that coming because yeah. I thought that character was so non inconsequential. I Officer forgot Reba. it even existed. Yeah. 
with the dog. That was a weird, like they brought her up just for the fucking dog. And then it was like, ha ha, she's the dirty cop. And it's like, I don't, I don't know who this is. (laughs) (laughs) Like what a twist. Um, look, it's not a great plot. It doesn't really tell a story. It's, but it doesn't need to, I guess, but that still doesn't mean it's going to get points. I gave it a nine out of 20 tie. (laughs) Jay, I, this is a fun movie. I had a good time with this movie. Yeah. The fact that you gave it a nine is insane. I insanely too high. I finished on a five. Oh, and I was thinking four. There's just no plot. This bear just does cocaine. And then it's just like a bunch of shit happens, but it's not like it's ever really telling a story. I think I gave it points because it found a way to be an hour and a half. And like, (laughs) like actually like, yeah, there was the cop turn, which was whatever, but like, it never felt like overly forced. Like you had your scenes where the bear was destroying everyone and you had your little scenes with the daughter and everything and the drug deal and everything. Like, look, it wasn't great, yeah. but I was like, hey, they turned a movie about a a thing about a bear eating cocaine into an hour and a half movie that, like, actually somewhat was like, okay, there was actually a movie here. This wasn't just a collection of scenes. I mean, so I that's, that's why fair. I gave it a nine. I think the best way to put it was like a TV show with three yeah. um, plot lines. It's just kind of shit happens. And the bear's there. I, I can't give it any more credit than that. But I will say that it wasn't just bear eats people. It was like there's a story being told. Kind of. Kind of. It's already made $32.5 million on the box office, according to Wikipedia, with a budget of 30 to $35 million. Good for it. How much of that budget went towards the bear? The CGI bear? Probably yeah. a lot. Like most of it. Right? What about the actual cocaine they had to buy for this? There was probably a lot of cocaine done on set. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Or, um, oh, I also want to say, um, before we continue, um, I may have said some, not disparaging, it wasn't like bad, but I did critique Ray Liotta last week. Oh, I said he had crazy eyes, he creeps the fuck out of me, and then I'm like, oh shit, he's dead. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't realize he has died. I think he's the type of person who would want people to still say he has crazy eyes, posthumously. I just, I, I... I said something about his acting. I don't. I didn't th- say anything bad. I think what was he in that was that we hated recently? He was in like a really bad movie. I think he's been in a lot of really bad movies. He's also been in a lot of really good the movies. Many Saints of Newark. That's what it was. That wasn't a bad movie. That was a fun time. Yeah, but I specifically remember us. He was bad talking man. smack about him because didn't he like die and then played another character? <laughs> like that's right. He played his brother, his twin brother. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> he was Hollywood Dick most. most Multisanti. Let's not go down the many saints in Newark. And Salvatore Sally Multisanti. <laughs> he played the twin brothers. <laughs> That's what I remember. He was also in Marriage Story, so maybe I should respect him a little more. Pause. Huey Halloween. Great film. I should respect him even more for that. <laughs> That's a great film. Um, rest in peace to Ray Liotta, though. Yes. Do you think he'll win an award posthumously for this role? Maybe a Razzie. <laughs> Oh, Jay. He wasn't that bad, but come on. This ain't winning no awards. This ain't winning no awards. <laughs> um, what do we... Let me see. Anything else about the plot slash story? Yeah, I mean, that... it's just... It's all over the place. The daughter, like, is a little hoodlum. just up to no good. And then she's yeah. like, hey, other eight-year-old slash 12-year-old. I'm bad with kids' age. I don't know. I think they were, like, 10 to 12. Well, it's like they're one to four, and then they're 14. And I don't really know in between there. They're, um, like, 10 to 12, I think. They just do cocaine. And are completely fine. That's a terrible child. Yeah. 
The kid was a little pushover. The boy, he was a little pushover. They, they would have died, right? They had a full spoonful. Yeah, that's a lot of cocaine for very small growing hearts. <laughs> very small growing hearts. Well, they didn't even show them like a scene of them being all coked up either. Yeah. Which I guess like you don't want to show a kid being coked up. That's probably also doesn't test well with target audiences. Don't show a kid doing coke <laughs> then. <laughs> for no reason either. Yeah. Like it didn't advance the story. It also didn't advance the story that um, – the boy had like a really bad house life, like bad dad who didn't care about him. I guess that was meant to be like it explains why he's in the forest with a bear that did cocaine and no one cares. Yeah. Um, then again, I think parents in the 80s just naturally didn't care about their children. Yeah. Um, they were all too busy doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I really thought at the end we were going to get a twist that like Ray Liotta was going to be his dad or something. <laughs> I thought that was going to be – they were going to show up and be like, dad. Um, I mean, good stuff. But I kind of wish they would have. It just leaned into the ridiculous nature of it. Um, I don't hate it. But, yeah. it There was some stuff in here that didn't need to be in here. But, look. They filled an hour and a half and didn't wasn't terrible. I'm shocked I almost doubled you. But I can't disagree with a four. I also gave <laughs> I also gave Jackass Forever like a six. Yeah. When way there, too high. <laughs> when there was literally no plot. That was the strongest one I think I've ever given. <laughs> oh, man. Key elements, Ty. Um, the elements, obviously... You got some comedy. You got the shock factor of the bear. You got the goriness. You know, you got the. It says mystery thriller. I don't think it's a mystery. The bear has dick cocaine. <laughs> it's very um, straightforward. It's almost got like have comedy thriller slasher kind of vibes. Like it's like you think slasher, you think of like Michael Myers, and obviously a bear yeah. isn't. But they have those slasher type scenes, you know, where it's the anticipation, and yeah. you know, a jump scare is going to come, and I'm looking away because I don't like the jump scares. And then it comes, <laughs> and instead of a murderer with a knife, it's a it's a bear that did cocaine. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the key elements? It's not a murderer with a knife. It's a furry animal with sharp claws. Yes. Key elements. I mean, look, it's funny. I laughed throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big slasher guy, admittedly. Mm-hmm. I like action movies more than like slasher suspense kind of shit like that. It's all right. You you don't like scary movies either. I understand. I don't like. I'm not gonna. I'm not afraid of them, but I don't prefer to watch them. There's a trailer for. Uh, I think it's like Evil Dead. Oh no, something. that trailer looks absolutely not. I it, don't care if that's the number one movie of the year and it has Oscar buzz. We're not reviewing it. You know how much of that trailer I watched? Probably zero. You listen. Two to seconds. Two seconds. Okay. That was terrifying. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm out. All you actually it. watch those? The trailers? Yeah. Like the scary ones? You don't look away. No, that's why I'm like, I'll watch it, but I don't prefer them. No, I I'm not away. like you where it's like, oh, my God. But I'm just like, that doesn't look fun. I'll sit there like this. Like, I don't get why people like that. It just makes my heart race. <laughs> Talk to my dad. He likes them. So, okay. Uh, 16. I give it a 16 for key elements. It's funny. It's entertaining. It's ridiculous. Um, look, I think it's exactly what they wanted to make it. I'm not a big slasher guy. I thought the action and suspense could have been better. The comedy works for me. It's funny. Um, this is a ridiculous movie and it's kind of right. What I expected it to be 16, 16. Yeah. Could have gone higher, but I, I think I set the limit at 16. Has your father seen this film? Probably not. I know he was yeah. traveling for work. He would love it. He'd have I thought about your dad a lot in this key elements category because okay. this movie seems like it was made for your father. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just thought about all the people that were having a blast in my theater. Let me tell you, there was a lot. Oh, everyone was having fun. There was also a guy by himself behind me and Riley, like directly behind me and Riley. Yeah. I was trying to inconspicuously look at him, and Riley said I was very obviously looking at him because anytime there's a solo person in the movies, I get a little scared. 
Okay, yeah, shooter. Yeah. Um, even though I go to the movie solo all the time. Me too. But um, I got a little scared. You kind of give off shooter vibes. Guy was like, kid was like 14. I don't even think he should have been in that movie. Oh, he might—he no. was probably older, but he looked like a kid. Not oh, that like was the other thing, dude. There was two like fucking fifteen-year-old girls sitting to the left of us. She was just like recording the movie on her phone, on <laughs> the open. Probably just like, hey, look how cool I am, guys. I'm in an R-rated movie. It's fucking annoying. I gave us a twenty. Oh, you just went all the way. <laughs> <laughs> this was everything I expected it to be, down to the bad parts. Um, they really leaned into this. This wasn't like, hey, we're going to call. I was worried it was going to be Cocaine Bear and they were going to like do an unnecessary plot, which they still had their plot. And then literally only show the bear like once, like at the end, like Godzilla. You know how the, the Godzilla movie is disappointing. The movie's Godzilla and then it's an hour and a half of people. Yeah. In 15 minutes of Godzilla. People talking about Godzilla. This was not this at all. There was stuff in between, but we got like four to five cocaine bear sequences mm -hmm. each one one up in the next um i think someone who is like excited to see this movie which i know your father is i think he's gonna love it i think my dad's gonna love it i think just dads around the world are gonna love it ty maybe you'll give it a 20 once you become a father and i'll watch it in a month one to 15 days yeah um but I, I i gave it a 20 man this is exactly what i think they wanted to make what i expected and yeah i didn't want to get like too caught up with the oh my god it's cocaine bear and there's a bear doing cocaine in 20 type thing like it was it, in terms of a comedy it was funny it was a quantity shooter some of them missed the group in the bathroom was kind of fucking stupid and those kids but they also had some funny lines i think the slasher in action i wouldn't have hated a little bit more out of it i think you're, you're two points how much action can you get with a bear i thought they would get a cocaine bear Probably a little bit more than what it's you just normally get. Kill everyone though. There's not going to be like the back and forth action. No, there needs to be some, a little bit of back and forth though. Like you fighting off the bear with like sticks and shit. You know, no, I, I know what it is. There's a sequel. It's Godzilla versus Kong. Well, it's not a sequel yet. So we have Cocaine Bear. Next, we're gonna release like Cocaine Tiger. Maybe a different drug. Speed Tiger, something like oh, that. Shit. Methamphetamine Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna have that movie. And then we're gonna have the Godzilla versus Kong. Cocaine Bear versus Methamphetamine Tiger. Fuck yeah. And that's going to be the uh, the final battle. And that, that you'll get your action. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> um, I, I Look, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10 for comedy, 8 out of 10 for slasher action. Okay. Puts me on a 16. I think they do both very well. I would have liked a little bit more out of both. Wow. I just saw someone on Rotten Tomatoes. We'll talk about it at the end of the podcast. Oh, um, don't tell me Armin White's reviewed this. Oh, I don't know. I got to look that up, actually, for the end. <laughs> Saw something else. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I just, it was a 20, man. This is exactly what I expected it to be. Um, didn't necessarily like all of it, but that's part of the reason why I think it got a 20. I'll be honest. Visuals. <laughs> the fact that you didn't like it gave it a little bit more credit. I do that I with the horror that. movies. Yeah, I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, visual cinematography tie. Um, the bear looked real enough. It looked okay. Like, it wasn't great. I don't think it was Ant-Man and the Wasp bad. No, it was a little rubbery at times, but it was fine. Um, but I that that's to be expected. Yeah. Um I, I don't really know what else to say about the visuals. I there guess was, there was nothing else really there. Well, they they had like the suspense building scenes. I thought they did those well. Okay. Um Yeah. I gave it an eleven. I'm nine. Dude, I thought I was gonna come in with like a score that was thirty points lower than you. No, you did. And like, I'm coming in higher. We're accepting this for what this is. Like, it's not gonna win awards. It's a stupid 
I, I would say blockbuster type movie that you want to go in and have a good time watching. And it's a B movie, is what Rotten Tomatoes calls it. Whatever that that means. That doesn't make any sense. That's a movie starring Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, Ty, you're so funny. I, I, <laughs> it's a low budget movie, one made, especially one made for use as a companion to the main attraction in a double feature. Oh. Yeah, this is. It looks fine. They didn't do anything special. I don't think they really gave a shit. There were some action scenes of a bear lunging at people. There was some suspense. CGI didn't look incredible. It was fine. What's the um? Wow, that's really mean. Um, what's the the A movie to Cocaine's B Cocaine Bears B movie? What would be the A movie to this? Like what movie pairs like yeah. if you're a wine connoisseur? Yeah, and you're watching. Is it Cocaine another dad bear. action? Is it Law Abiding Citizen? Is it is it a nature movie? Is it Brother Bear? Is it, like, are we going bears? Are we going well, it depends. Action? Like, are you on a date and you want a for him, for her kind of combo? Mm. Or is it like uh, you're going with your kid and you want, like, the family Brother Bear and then, hey, son, we're going to show you some R-rated violence? Well, this is the B movie, so we need a bigger movie as the A movie. Got Maybe it. Maybe a little romance, but we still need some drugs in there. Drug romance. Cocaine romance movie. Is it uh, Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad one. It's not a romance movie, but I don't hate it. The 23 best films about cocaine. Sure, mixmag.com.net. I apologize. That's old. That's old. None of this is loading. That's old. Goodfellas. That's old. Are these in order? All of these are like fucking. They're in a chronological order, Ty. They are. Okay, let's go all the way down here. The Legend of Cocaine Island. Okay. That's the A movie? I've never heard of this. This looks so wonderful. Dallas Buyers Club? Mandy. The Wolf of Wall Street. I think Sorry it's Wolf to of Wall Street. You. Climax? That feels like a... American Psycho? It's pretty old. Kill your friends. Don't get any ideas. Don't Ty. clip that. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't get any ideas. Um, yeah, I, I, I landed an 11 for visuals, though. I thought the bear was fine. I thought some of the... The slashery stuff was good. They actually, like, the gore in it was uh, pretty realistic, pretty good, I think. They uh, definitely leaned into that element. Yeah, I, I think, admittedly, again, I'm not a big slasher guy. I think I was going into it hoping for more, like, cool action sequences. <laughs> you just can't really do very much with a bear. No, a the fake bear at that. Yeah, the fight's kind of over once it starts. You're losing to the bear. Yeah. The best you can do is climb up a tree and run from the bear. Why was the bear nice to the kid, the girl? I have no idea. Because the plot armor, obviously. It doesn't make any sense. It was ridiculous. He should have killed everyone, and I think this movie would have got a 20 in Key Elements for me if that bear if there wasn't no a happy morals. ending. No morals. He just kills the drug dealers, kills the family, kills the daughter, kills the mom, and finds another bag of Coke to do, and runs off into the woods. How about, like, no one ever thinking about shooting the bear? No, the, the forest ranger tried, and she shot the one guy, Okay, remember? the forest ranger tried, but then there was also the standoff scene where he's on top of the canopy, and the bear's, like, asleep on top of the guy. I get it. 
you don't want to shoot that while it's under. O'Shea Jackson literally could have just shot the bear in the head but right then and there. Yeah, could have ended it. Again, cool. that would have ended the movie mm-hmm. very premature and probably wouldn't have tested well with target audiences. Terrible. Um, no, I think you make this cocaine bear win this movie. No one survives him. Give me, I mean, those kids. Her. Are, her. Those kids, I don't care about those kids. <laughs> They're not very likable. They're probably going to end up being convicts later down the road. They did cocaine as a 12-year-old yeah. when they ran away from home and ditched school. Yeah. Like, if they die, kind of a bummer. Kids shouldn't die. But, like, if you're making an R-rated movie, commit. That's fair. That's, I'm like, you didn't make me care about the mom very much. She's whatever. Well, speaking of the mom, Ty, what did you think of the characters as a whole? Characters as a whole, um, look, the cast was, was funny. I liked O'Shea Jackson and, oh, I'm going to get his name right, Alden uh, Aaron Aaron Rick. Aaron Rich, mm-hmm. Aaron Reich, got it. Han Solo, mm. guy who plays Solo. Never seen them film. It's a pretty good movie. I like their chemistry together. It's pretty funny. Um, the mom, I care less about. You made a comment about the the child actor in this, and I'll say he was kind of funny. I um, didn't think he was funny at all. I realized I have a gripe against children actors. Not children actors. That's your gripe. No, it's just Artemis Fowl. I feel like you've talked about a lot of children actors poorly in this podcast. Give me another one. Uh, The daughter from Plane. (laughs) I mean, she was terrible, though. (laughs) You talked about another one, I remember. No, I just don't like children actors who try to be Ryan Reynolds. I think that's what it is. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) This kid was literally the kid from Adam Project, just a little bit more vulgar. I don't know, though, because he was a little more timid and just like went with the flow. I feel like you just don't like comedic children male actors. Not totally true. The boys or whatever that little boys. He would have fit good right boys. in. He would have fit right in on that cast. I rewatched that film recently. Still plays. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's good. He would have fit in perfectly as the fourth member of their friend group. As the little brother? Maybe. He would have worked great. I didn't like him that much. Um didn't like the Ranger, really. I will note the uh, the paramedic. The guy with the mustache. Pulled up his name here. Hold on. He's in other stuff. We know him from something. Do Scott Cease. Sice. Mm-hmm. He's a TikToker. He makes TikToks. I guess that's what I know him from. He's literally only been in one movie, and it's Cocaine Bear. I guess that's what I know him from then. Yeah, and it's just, he did a TikTok for Cocaine Bear. And he was like, it was very funny because it was like, this isn't a Marvel movie. You don't have to go watch other bears. If you've ever heard the word cocaine and bear, you're up to speed on what you need to know for the movie. And it was very funny. And I was like, that's good marketing. And then he's just in the fucking movie. Good for him. That's incredible. He was good in this. It was wonderful. Great marketing by this movie. Also, one of the kids, like the main, uh, I got to go to the cast now. The main teenager. The daughter? Very familiar. Oh, no. The teenager teenagers. The Yeah. The knife clan, whatever they call <laughs> themselves. Um, Vest, J.B. Moore, the kid who went with them. No, 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 sorry. The other one. The one that we first are introduced to. The um, one who wears the hat, stupid. Maybe. Not the chubbier one. Aaron Holiday. He looks familiar. I don't know what I know him from, but I know him from something. We've he, seen something with him, or I've seen something. He's been in one episode of Euphoria. I don't think you've seen anything with him in it. I don't think it's Aaron Holiday, then. Aaron Holiday's oh, a basketball a- player, Ty. I don't think this is the same Aaron Holiday. I'll say it. He's been in other things. That's what he's known for. Sharp objects. I don't know. I think no. That's the kid. That's Vest. 
Aaron Holiday is the vest kid. Okay, so JB Moore then. JB Moore? Is no, JB Moore is vest. It says right under his name, vest. Aaron Holiday is kid, parentheses, stash. Well, I think they messed that up. You think so? Yes, because I just looked up. Yeah, JB Moore is the one I know. He's vest. But he's not the guy that goes with them. I don't know who goes with yeah, them. Yeah, the guy who goes with them doesn't have a vest. He has a t-shirt. It's a yellow t-shirt. Okay. I know something from he's in, but all of his movies and stuff I haven't heard of, so maybe I don't. I don't know. I think you're just wrong there. He looks familiar. Okay. How about the um, the dude at the beginning, his character's name, the, the couple who first yeah, see the bear? Yep, yep. His character name is Olaf um, Christopher. Just Kristoff and Olaf from hmm. Frozen. How about Jesse Tyler Ferguson? He was my favorite actor in this movie of modern family fame. Who is he? He was the um, like nature inspector Oh, okay. that got killed in the tree. I saw him in the cast thing, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck. He didn't look like him in this movie. Was he shaved? No. I think he had a shaved face. He had a weird, he had like a weird haircut. They completely right. made him look different. What You didn't give your score, though. Did I? No, you didn't. Let me pull that back up. I gave it a seven. Okay. It's not good acting. It's fine. Comedy's there. No one's going to win awards, like we said. Ray Liotta, RIP. Once again, I'm higher than you. I gave it an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this turned into you just <laughs> lifting this movie up much more than me. I mean, I've been only like one or two it's besides gonna, It's going to add up, though. I don't. Mm-mm, oh, you didn't. Out. You didn't enjoy this movie, Jay. Um, well, let me give me your thoughts I, on the terrible acting. I like Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Okay, um, he was fine. I actually thought the mom did okay. Sorry. I was actually uh, what? It's what's her name? What's Carrie her name? Russell. Carrie Russell. Um, I thought she was actually pretty decent. I was charmed by her performance. Maybe really? not charmed, but I thought she was decent. Um, all things considered, I thought she was a much better actress than everyone else on this. I'll be honest. Oh, I don't know. O'Shea Jackson, too, was pretty decent. I think that's what kind of carried it was, like, O'Shea Jackson was decent enough. His friend was decent enough. Mm-hmm. The cop was, like... He was just a cop. He's fine. Funnily decent enough, I guess. Like, the the crooked cop, whatever. Ray Liotta was whatever. The teenagers were bad. The children actor were bad. The the <laughs> ranger was... Eh. It, it wasn't anything... It wasn't great acting, but it didn't need to be. Oh, the fucking kid actor that you hate? His name's Henry in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on a Netflix show where he has antlers. Maybe he's better in that because he's not cool. playing a dumb character. Called Sweet Tooth. It's not the actor I don't like. It's the character he played I don't like. Based on a DC comic. Okay. Um, the end of our world is the beginning of his is the tagline. It's a pretty good tagline. That yeah. makes me interested. You go watch it. as your favorite actor from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyment high. I've realized... I don't like movies that scare me and this scared me multiple times. Mm-hmm. I don't like the gory stuff. I'll be honest. I, I'm i not a huge fan of it. Every time the bear was like chewing a leg or something, yeah. I looked away. What about when the guy got shot in the back of the dome? Blew his brains out. It was shock factor. Didn't like it. Okay. Um, Like some of the comedy was okay, but like when you don't like the cocaine bear in cocaine bear. That's a problem. You're not really left with anything else. Yeah, you need to you need to be on board with either cocaine or bear. That being said, it wasn't an ob- like it wasn't an, an objectively bad movie. It was short enough. It like had a plot that made it an hour and a half. It I didn't like hate it, but I didn't like it either. Okay. Which I'm comparing to other movies I reviewed. I I got to give it the same score as a movie that's nominated for best picture, Banshees of Inisherin, 
I gave it a seven. Damn. I gave it a seven. For completely Bans- different reasons. Banshees so. of Inisharan. Yeah. Inisharan, however you pronounce it. He cuts off his fingers in that. Didn't like that scene. He does. Cuts off There's your similarities. <laughs> Love that. This is basically an Oscar winning movie. Seven out of 20 for enjoyment, Ty. Same score I gave Babylon. <sighs> I doubled up on you out of 14. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would even out. It's like last week, man, uh, with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like you can, you can have issues across the board. If it's a fun movie, it's a fun movie. I just there's some magic to it that I can't explain. The premise alone gets you to like an eight with me. <laughs> yeah, and then you just kind of got to do some stuff. And like it was funny, it was a good watch. I'm recommending it to people who would be into this kind of stuff are gonna yeah. love this. Yeah, it, of course, absolutely, hundred percent. Like it's a fun watch. I had a really good time with it. Um, it's it's just stupid action, stupid premise, bad acting, bad story, but it's fun. It's easy. It's just a very easy comedic watch with some very, very violent scenes. Would I have liked like a John Wick mean, meets a bear? That could have been cool. Give me some more action sequences. Well, John Wick 4 is coming out, so maybe that's the crossover you need. John Wick versus this bear. Yeah. I don't hate that one bit. Never seen a John Wick movie. I've seen the first one. I'm guessing 4 is on our schedule, depending on how long um, we're taking a break for your child. It's in um, a couple of weeks, Jay. I don't know how long One, our break two, is going to be. Three, four. Am I having Riley fill in? What are we doing here? We didn't pre-record anything. I was actually going to talk to you about this. We probably should have pre-recorded, but it's probably too late now. For what? Your child being born. I have a one-week break. No. It's not. You say that now. Maybe two. We probably should have pre-recorded some Oscar movies in like February and then just like scheduled we did. them out. We have Pinocchio. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> we pre-recorded one Oscar movie. If we do a second one, then maybe it's two weeks, but... Look, man, I just made a I'll softball team commitment. You. Yeah, you did. Um, Probably going to miss that, like two weeks on that. That I said no one. I'll be getting out of the house. Kind of feel bad. I like really wanted to do it, but I just knew I wouldn't be there half the time and I'd feel bad. So You don't have to feel bad. We just need roster. I, honestly, at this point, we would just take your money and you'd never have to show up. Um, <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> but if you ever want to show up, the spot is there. Yeah. We're just trying to fill out the team. And you're not going to be there for however many weeks. I'm going to be there the first two. I'm only going to miss two weeks. I'm telling you, I'm only going to miss two weeks. And then i got to drive down the hill every Friday. It's very far, far, uh, far drive from home. You're not selling it to me, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's up to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If we could, like, carpool, I'd say yes, but you're already going to be down there. Yeah, we I'm going to be carpool. at work, and I'm going to leave from work to there. Yeah. Then I'll just drive home. That's easy. What would you land with a final score at, Ty? My final score for Cocaine Bear, um, I just... Look, man, it's a simple movie, but it's fun. I gave it a 51 out of 100. What? You changed some things around. There's no way you're still that much lower than me. I gave it a 5 for story, a 16 for key elements, uh, yeah, a 9 yeah, for so. cinematography, a 7 for characters, and a 14 for enjoyment to give me a final score of 51 out of 100. What'd you give it? 55. Ooh, I typed it in before you even said it. I just had a feeling, Jay. That makes me feel real good about the Random Rotten Tomatoes uh, score job. today. You can do math. I just knew it. I just no, but I just knew, you know, I had a feeling. <laughs> Final score, 53 out of 100, making this the 135th movie rated out of the, wow, I fucked that up, um, 171 films we've reviewed. It is with the likes of <laughs> Violent Night, which is a good, good comparison. Very good comparison. People who like that movie like this movie. Yeah. Freebirds. That was a long time ago. That, we that was a bad that. rotten to me, a bad... That's when COVID was going on, yeah. so we had to review a bad movie every month, and that actually ended up, I think, being the best of the bad movies. It was. I mean, that's not a bad score at all. 53 is – that's fine. 
That's middle of the road, baby. And then the Ray Liotta appears once again at 133 with Mini Saints in Newark. How about um, it's also tied with the Tomorrow War? <sighs> now, <laughs> the Tomorrow War is just, it's in its own class, though, because for me, that's like one of the top probably 30 movies on the list. I haven't given, it's a 70. Maybe not 30, but yeah, it's a 70. It's know, within it's the lines for you, for two, sure. It's probably, it's up there. Uh, you, it's a 36. <laughs> it was so bad. I think it's the only movie where we're in two different, you're at draw the lines and I'm at within the lines. Hubie Halloween. Is Hubie Halloween also? Oh, you don't draw the line, line on Hubie Halloween, though. I gave Hubie Halloween a 71. You gave it a 43. That's what I'm saying. You're within the lines. I'm just below the line with yeah. Hubie, right? Yeah, you don't draw the line. That's the only movie that jumps an entire category between us. And rightfully so. It's a bad movie. Oh, it's so fun. I think it's you were, so fun. I think you were just in a really good mood when you watched it. I was in the best mood when I watched it because I was watching it. <laughs> it's so fun. Oh, man. So uh, Cocaine Bear falls below the line. We would give it a rotten if we had to do fresher rotten. But you know what? That's because we are a analytical movie yeah. podcast. And In my heart, it's fresh. Have you seen the trailer for that Renfield movie? Just completely left turn. I'm sorry. Um, We're reviewing it April 19th, but no. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a vampire movie, and it's like building up the vampire. Like the trailer is the guy goes to like an AA meeting, but it's not an AA meeting. It's like a it's like a support group, and he's like, my boss is a real jerk, and like they're like, oh, do you feel like he wants to kill you sometimes? And it's like one of those jokes, like yeah, actually, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's going through this whole trailer about the the vampire and everything. I didn't know this at the time. It does the grand reveal of who the vampire is at the end of the trailer, and it was fucking Nick Cage. And I I popped in the movie theater. Like I made like a I made a noise. That's good shit. I was like, oh my goodness. Like I said something. I don't know. Like it was like the whole trailer, I was like, this looks dumb, this looks dumb. And then it was Nick Cage as the vampire, and I was instantly back in. I just need to give you a heads up. Nick Cage is Dracula. I figured he was a He's not a vampire. He's the vampire. Uh, Nicholas Holt is the titular Renfield. Got it. Okay. But, yeah, no, I I saw, like, what this movie was about in the cast, and I threw it on the schedule a while ago. I haven't seen fucking anything on it. I'm still, well, there's a trailer out, so. I'll go watch it. Um, it's an- Aquafina and Ben Schwartz. I like both of those people as well. Yeah, it's an ad right now for on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what made me think of it. Um, random Rotten Tomatoes audience score tie. Armin White did not review this, by the way. Mm. Um, I thought of bears, and I thought of movies that feature CGI animals. Uh, Dr. Doolittle, the Robert Downey Jr. one. (laughs) No. Um, That would have been a good pull. I thought of a movie that is probably couldn't be much more different than this, featuring a CGI animal, because I want to say this one was nominated for awards. It might have won awards. It was definitely at least nominated. Straight Edge Beaver. It won Best Music. It won Best Directing. I'm assuming it was nominated for Best Picture if it won those things. With a CGI bear? Best Achievement in Directing. Is that just Best Director? That's probably not Oscars. Oscar. Winner. Best Director, then. Can't imagine there's an achievement. Best Motion Picture of the Year. It was nominated. That is the film Life of Pi. Oh, CGI Tiger. The story of... I don't really know what it's about. I know it's a guy on on a boat with a tiger. Yeah. I think he gets stranded in the ocean on a boat with a tiger, if I'm not mistaken. My grandma loves this movie. I know that much. Really? Yeah. It seemed weird. It also seems like they 
simplified the set as much as possible. It's just a guy in the water on a boat with a tiger. Mm-hmm. But then they still probably paid so fucking much in like production budget because they had a CGI tiger the whole time. That probably sucked. The tiger doesn't look good now either if you look at it. Really? But, uh, it was 2012. Almost so. typed it in. Almost typed it in and stopped myself. $120 million budget. Oh, my God. For a dude in a boat with a tiger. <laughs> That's a bummer. Let's see how much it made real quick. I do know. Guess. According to Wikipedia, it made $609 million, More than Ooh, I would have guessed. That's a lot of money. Who directed that film? Ang Lee. Okay. Um, I believe he also directed the early 2000s Incredible Hulk. Which seems like a very different movie than this. He did. 2003 Incredible Hulk. Wild. Brokeback Mountain. Oh. Gemini Man. That guy's all over the board. How about Gemini Man? Yeah, that's the real shitty Will Smith one, right? It's, no, that's the one with Jaden Smith. This is the one where he battles okay. the younger version of himself. Oh, and it's shot in like 60 FPS or something. I'm sure it's also probably pretty bad. Never seen it. Why didn't we watch that? That, that definitely came out while we were doing this podcast. We weren't a full movie podcast back then, Ty. Oh, we were too busy about sports and betting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, this is the... Audience score Audience for Life score. of Pi? Yes. Um, 3.14 is Pi. <laughs> also, uh, Sanders due date. It is. <laughs> um, we're going to combine the first and last number, 3 and 4, make it a 71 final guess. Audience likes it more than you think, Ty. Damn. 84%. She's just a dude in a boat with a tiger. 84%. 86. Tiger doesn't even talk. Does the tiger talk? No, I said he doesn't even talk. Mm. I think he said he doesn't want to talk. I thought oh. maybe that was the storyline. <laughs> he was getting the tiger. He's a talk. shy tiger. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz meets <laughs> yeah. a dude in a boat. Um, what do we got next week, Ty? Next week, if your son isn't born yet. He won't be born yet. How, how sad are you going to be if you miss this one? Because I know you're excited I'm for I'm really this one. excited for this one. Like, I'm going to buy the tickets, and then right as I click confirm purchase, she's going to be like, oh, shit, my water just No, broke. you're going to get to the final scene of the movie, and then oh, it's going to... Oh, no. You're going to miss the climax, which Don't is that. the most important part of this film. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, we're probably going to have, like, an early fight, some drama, and then the big fight. Mm-hmm. It's Creed three. Michael B. Jordan. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. We're, we're big fans of now. Um, huge fan of now. Must-see actor. This movie trailer looks amazing. Michael B. Jordan's directing debut. It's got Tessa Thompson in it, so it's going to make a billion plus. That's just the rules. No, I'm confusing Tessa Thompson and uh, Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Correct. I just love Tessa Thompson. She's also pretty good. Don't hate her. Valkyrie. Yeah. Good character. Yeah. No Sylvester Stallone. No, he's out on this one. Wonder if he's dead in universe. I will say it's got a 90% already on Rotten Tomatoes tie. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So it's probably pretty good. And I have to go watch the first two creeds before then. Maybe I'm alone tonight. Maybe I'll go watch it tonight. After you leave, actually. We recorded the podcast early today. Yeah. Gives me time to go watch a movie. Problem we usually is, don't start recording until right around this time. Yeah. Problem is, as many movies as Riley and her father owns, um, this is not one of them. She doesn't own Creed 1 or 2? They own Creed 2, not Creed 1. Just watch the second one, and then you'll be like, watch the second, third, and then go back and watch the first. Do you think I really have to watch them? I would suggest it probably. This feels like a like there's a story being told here. I feel like with these boxing movies though, it's always just like each opponent is like its own story. So you, as long as you kind of know what happened begin like I know Creed, I've never seen any Rocky movies, but I know Creed. I don't know what it, what is Michael B Jordan's Creed's first name? Adonis Creed. I know Adonis Creed is the child of Apollo Creed. 
Correct. Who died in the fight with Rocky Balboa? I think so. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I think so, but I think that might be a different Rocky movie. Apollo Creed Death. I think um, he died. No, 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 no. Drago. I, know, no. Oh, I was going to freaking say that. Drago kills Creed. Yes, Creed was Rocky's initial opponent, I think. This is going to be such bad radio for people who actually like love the Rocky <laughs> franchise. Me explaining. There's someone jogging in a hoodie in Philadelphia right now listening to this. So pissed off. I think Creed. I, I think Creed was Rocky's original opponent. They tied, or maybe Creed beat him, but then they became friends. And then Drago kills Creed, and then Rocky's got to go avenge Creed and no. beats Drago. I think that's what happens. I don't know, but Rocky was he was Creed's trainer. For the fight. Mm. He was like his coach. And he tries to stop the fight by throwing in the towel. But he hesitates too long, giving Drago a chance to deliver a fatal blow. Wow. Rocky's indecision led to Apollo Creed dying. Ty, if we were born in like the 60s or whenever, because I think these movies came out in the 70s, I think oh, we would have okay. been big Rocky guys. Oh, absolutely. The Rocky Cinematic Universe. <laughs> absolutely. Must see TV. Because there's like 10 of them. I know they made one like 20 years, maybe not 20 years ago, like 10 years ago, where it's like Rocky 7 and he's like 80 years old. So uh, there's Rocky 1 came out in 76, and then Rocky 2 in 79, then 82, then Rocky 4 in 85, Rocky 5 in 90, and then Rocky Balboa in that's, 2006. That's the one I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah. And then we have the Creed franchise, which is continuation. I'm excited. Michael Jordan doesn't – he didn't blame Stallone for his dad dying? Maybe I got to watch the first Creed to figure that out. I don't remember. <laughs> I think do, I, I to... do I have to go back and watch every Rocky movie before I see Creed this weekend? <laughs> do your homework, okay? No, it'll be like when we watch Halloween, and I'll just watch the YouTube video on what happened in the Rocky movies. There and then you I'll go. Watch, well, I'll watch Creed, and then – I don't know. I'll figure it out. Got to be up to speed because this one – Whew, looks great. Looks like a blast. I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be a fun movie. Uh, hopefully, I'll be here next week to review it. I hope so, too, Ty. If not, we got Pinocchio on the docket. <laughs> so go watch that. Yeah. In the yeah. meantime, be a good friend, everybody. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.